Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend, Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Panda, it feels so good. Not to talk behind the scenes, but it feels so nice to hear the FPM opening since... uh... You know, Tease, for the first time in your entire life, I'm going to have to ask you to speak up because you're a little quiet. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) You were saying that you're so happy to hear the FPM theme song. Yeah, because we've been having some technical difficulties with Zencaster for a few times in a row and so we've been recording via discord and audacity so we haven't been able to hear the fresh podcast opening but i got to hear it again because finally we got zencaster to work normally yes we got zencaster to work normally and that means i have all my buttons again which means i can Um, in other news, I have some really important and great news that doesn't pertain to me, but I'm still really excited about anyway. Go on. Uh, do you follow Phil Salvador? No, I... Let me double check. I, I don't know that I'm familiar. Oh, he is a librarian that actually special, specializes in conservation of uh, video games, specifically computer games. Neato burrito yeah and so uh jimmy's territory yeah recently this guy has been looking for like his holy grail and he actually managed to find it on the 19th he published a whole entire article about the history of this specific thing so at one point maxis made games for companies and one of them was chevron and uh sim refinery was like this guy's lost holy grail so every so he actually managed to get his hands on a copy and we everybody we as if i'm a part of this this guy is patiently waiting for the copy to see if it'll actually work and it's not written over it doesn't have uh like a data rod or anything like that so I'm pretty jazzed about that because I really love online anthropology and conservation. I had to think of the word. And so to see this happen just on a not so amazing time currently, it's really it's really nice to see. But how are you, Pand? I am doing fine. Nice. I didn't think of anything funny to say before we recorded because I was too busy thinking about whether or not it was going to actually let us record. <laughs> oh no, do you have a podcast idea at least later down the line? Oh, I do. Oh, I do have God. a podcast idea that I came up with earlier today, so that's great. Cool. Let's see. See, the problem is is that we talked a bunch yesterday and now I've lost all the things that I could have said that are interesting about my life. Damn. Cuz nothing happened today. Wow. What can I tell you? Uh, shit, it's time for me to pick up the slack and I know. I'm blanking. Time for you to carry the show once again. Damn, once again. No, I don't carry the show. Oh, She-Ra happened. Oh, she That's eh, good. Eh, eh, eh. Media bonus episode buster. Yeah, but I I'm going to talk about it more then. Okay. I that I can be excited about it in the main episode. I guess. Yeah, the She-Ra ended and I'm Sad and happy for reasons that if you want to know more about that, uh, donate to the Patreon or uh, buy us a Kofi and 
you can hear more about my feelings. Yeah. Tease, how are you? Um, Tease is okay. Yeah? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I kind of felt a little funky. I woke up this morning kind of feeling like miserable, but I think that might be because Bass woke me up both at 3 a.m. and at 5.30. So, Oofa doofa. Yeah, that little kitty sure loves the taste of tape glue and has been licking it off of my wall and I keep spraying her with a spray bottle but sometimes she does she goes into fish shit blah, 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 blah. sometimes she goes in phases and she decides that she's not afraid of the spray bottle and then other times I just shake it vigorously and she freaks the fuck out so this week has been one of those weeks where she's like I'm a bad bitch I'm not afraid of the spray bottle and I'm like <laughs> please stop trying to eat the posters off the wall stop licking everything known to man i am begging of you so um i woke up a little not 100 today however a friend sent me a picture of their cat and i cried and then i felt better and that's great and now i feel okay which is really nice speaking of cat jimmy commissioned your friend and mine chelsea stingle 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 how do how Stingle commissioned our friend and your friend and mine, if I can speak words at all today, uh, Chelsea Stingle to draw me and Ditto in Animal Crossing style. And it's wonderful. And he's wearing a, uh, I think it's called a Threadbearer sweater or something. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly, or a worn sweater or something. something. And it's good. It's very good. And it's very cute. And that's all I have to say about that. Ditto's cute. In this house, we love Ditto. We sure do. He's a big, dumb boy. He's a little baby. He sure is. Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. And usually Panda does this, but I'm going to move this bad bitch along. Um, Panda, (laughs) do you have any ideas for a podcast this week? I do. I do have a podcast idea. Tell me about it. And my idea for a podcast is... Where are they now? People who won contests uh, held by brands in the early 2000s. Specifically, like children uh, is what I'm most interested in. Like Uh the the shopping spree contests and stuff like that. Or like the, uh, what was it? Nickelodeon that had the deal with, it's some hotel chain that does like suites. And they were like the the nickelodeon uh hotel rooms and stuff i i want to know because i i remember growing up and seeing these commercials for these contests when i was a kid and being like damn i wish i could win this kids wb toys r us shopping spree and get to just get whatever i wanted from toys r us but i never like actually heard of anybody who got to do that and I would love to know what their experience was. I, you know what I really want to know about? I Tell me. desperately want to know about the people who are on Trading Spaces Boys versus Girls and how long those bedrooms survived. <laughs> I think, I think the, the idea of like a follow-up to home makeover shows is like, Enough to be its own idea, honestly. Truly. Understandably so. But did you ever watch 
trading spaces boys versus girls at all i never did i never really watched very much of uh trading spaces so uh trading spaces boys versus girls was on on discovery kids like from 2005 ish i'm gonna say to about 2010 ish maybe even 2009 anyway uh it was trading spaces but like on steroids for children and for instance they would always have a theme so like for instance this kid would offhand be like i want to be forensic psychologist so then (laughs) they would be like all right so we're gonna put a forensics table over his bed that will move up and down by mechanic and i was like what the fuck like my (laughs) my 10 year old mind was so boggled by it like i remember one episode they did like an underground coral reef episode and Mm -hmm. they made like foam like coral pieces throughout the whole entire bedroom and i always remember thinking to myself where do you put your shit because (laughs) it was so filled with so much garbage and i was fascinated though seeing the end result so i always found myself wondering like what the hell was it like after the show ended you know so yeah i always wanted to know like what was it like living in these bedrooms after all of this so (laughs) i the closest thing that i ever did to that was sometimes uh i would watch uh extreme makeover home edition with my mom and uh it was very similar in that like they would create these extravagant rooms and then it's like okay but now you have to like live there (laughs) exactly that's how i feel about everything um i also would love to know about like children who won like guts and legends of the hidden temple and stuff like that Ooh, yeah what was it like getting like oh my god like double dare 2000 i want to know like i've read oral history accounts of double dare 2000 and how awful the slime smelled and i was not slimed but i did i was on slime time live i was in the audience of slime time live at one point when i was wow yeah i mean my family lived in florida so i oh that's fair i went to go visit them so uh my family took me to universal when i was four so there's that and okay i remember being like the slime was so horrifying to me. I was like, what you're gonna be walking around Universal all day, you're gonna be slimed, you're gonna be disgusting and stinky. And like even my four-year-old mind couldn't properly enjoy it because I was so freaked out by the smell. So what an anxious child. (laughs) So I always have been curious of like, I I feel you. I want to know where are these people now? What do they do with their winnings? Yeah. I didn't think of a title because I never do. No, I, I still want to keep talking about this. I have I have things to say. I was going to say, but I I uh, just I really enjoyed this idea because it made me it made me very nostalgic when I when it came to my mind. Hmm. I respect that. Uh have you there is I'm going to I'm going to have to dig for it, but there is one of the people who won, you know, the Nintendo championship from the late 80s, early 90s, maybe? Uh, vaguely aware. Yeah. One of those people who did win the Nintendo uh, championship still very heavily is proud of this. 
and I recently watched a video about him, but I can't find it on this guy's channel. Give me a hot second. Guys, really? unfortunately, I watch Wang like way more than I should. So I uh, only watch his videos if I'm doing something else because he stares very intensely at the camera and I don't like it. <laughs> I usually like listen to I him. I do not want him to gaze upon me. I like listen to him talk a lot when I play Tetris because, as you know, all I do is play Tetris. <laughs> Anyways, that was an episode I talked, I watched. Damn. Oh, well, that's how it is on this bitch. So I'm still really proud of it. Like, what does he do now? He streams, but fun. Yeah. I mean, he has a real person job too i mean streaming i mean is a yeah person job i guess but like you know what i'm trying to say like he casually streams but uh yeah he keeps his icon pretty fresh and uh he still his his icon on most sites is the caricature of him from when he was the editor-in-chief of nintendo power for the day from when he won in the 80s and i mean i love that i, I would too but also, I feel like there was a Reddit thread about this. Like, not to bring up late Probably. Reddit, but... Um, Unfortunately, there is a Reddit thread about everything. Um, Yeah, and usually it answers a lot of my questions, though. I have never won... I won a Tumblr giveaway once, but... Wow. Uh, it was... What did you win? A shiny Pokemon, but... I mean, that's pretty cool. I never answered because I realized I entered this but didn't know how to do Pokemon training. Teresa! It's okay, I didn't want it anyway, really. It was not the one Pokemon I wanted. What was the Pokemon? I can't even remember. It was like God. 2012. Yeah, there is a Reddit thread about this. I'm going to send it to you. I love the ones that... Okay. Uh, it's like people who win Chipotle for a year or yeah and they do like AMAs yeah I'm curious about it like I want to know and sometimes it's literally like a lifetime supply of soap and then you just win like a pallet just gets delivered to your house you know so there's yeah which is really lame (laughs) but like what about the people who win like the a thousand dollars a week for the rest of your life sweepstakes like lottery tickets and shit like that so where are they now where are they you know what i always so i imagine some of these stories would get pretty depressing oh definitely yes Teresa. i i got distracted because one person said that he was a runner-up on one of those fox box uh postcard contests and he won two frisbees (laughs) Oh, you know, like, what I always am fascinated about? How what? awkward is it to win, like, the publisher's clearinghouse uh, giant check sweepstakes? You know the ones I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, only from, like, I I only know that from, like, cultural osmosis. I've never actually yeah, heard never of it. Yeah, I've it either. I've only just seen commercials for it. Mm-hmm. Like, where does it air? how do you sign up like i want to know <laughs> if you know how to win the publisher's clearinghouse i money, just want a big check don't we all i just want a big ass check i don't think i'm even gonna That's cash the american it. dream i don't even want to cash it i just want a big check and then i want to oh you it. just want you just want literally the big yes. check where <laughs> okay. do i buy 
a big check. I bet check. you could get a giant check made. Big check. We're going to get a big check. <laughs> big check store, big check printing! <laughs> oh my god, they're right in Connecticut. Day trip. Wow. How much does a big check cost? Oh my god, big checks are only like $50 panned. Damn, that's actually really affordable, but since they're not really, like, worth anything, I I guess I'm not that surprised. How would you even deposit it? That's what I really want to know. So, oh my god. Oh my god. So you can get up to a 47 by 94. That's, like... That's huge. That's humongous. Like, they have five people holding it. Jesus. Oh my god. You can bulk buy... These big ass checks. You could buy dry erase checks. Okay, that's actually pretty dope. Holy shit, I'm linking you to this. Hey guys, so welcome to this podcast episode. Where I just welcome to the big check podcast. The big check podcast. Blank check was already taken, unfortunately, so we had to go with our runner up name. Big check. Big check. I would love to know, though, how does one then deposit their big check? Because, like, let's be real. If it's like. Two billion dollars that I win and I get a big check, I'm clearly gonna want to deposit it. But if it's like five dollars, then whatever. I'll frame it. Um, so <laughs> interesting. So you can get an 18 by 36. So that's like one. Do they a- have any information on the website as to how you are expected to deposit the check i, I feel know. like that should be in like their faq oh my god they have photo shoot tips i'm gonna do a cosplay shoot with my big check who, who are you gonna cosplay um oh my god who who likes money <laughs> seto kaiba big check cosplay regan oh fuck he does I was going to say there's this one girl in Silver Spoon who's like super rich and she would have big checks. I just feel like if you. I was trying to go for like cosplays that you actually already have. Oh, true. Genius. You're amazing. I love that. Um, <laughs> I but I'm so caught up in the euphoria of the idea of a big check that like my mind is clouded. Like if you were a billionaire, I would just make all of my checks big just to piss people off. Yeah, I mean. If yeah. you're a billionaire, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I I want a big check. <laughs> Was there any uh, sweepstakes or contests or what have you that you really, really, really wanted to win when you were a kid? I always would try to call in for Radio Disney Interesting. So I did not listen to the radio normally until I was 11 years old. Sometimes I expose things about myself that say a lot of things about me, especially on this podcast. And here I am today admitting that I listened to radio, only Radio Disney until I was 11. And then when I was 12, I discovered Regina Spector. And now it's all over. And we all have discovered that the Powerpuff Girls Hero and Villains soundtrack was the catalyst for my current music interest however maybe my hatred for the mouse stemmed from me listening to radio disney for like six years straight shout out to my mom through sitting through all of that because she did every fucking time god bless her soul um (laughs) but i 
never called at the right time, so I never won anything. I never even got on the air, uh-huh. which really sucked. Um, however, now that I think about it, my cousin did win Beyonce and Jay-Z tickets off of Z100 that one time. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Actually, oh, a friend of the show, Serena, her mom won tickets to do a sit in the studio with Paramore. So sibling, Serena's mom, and I don't know if one other person got it, but the two of them went and they got to meet Paramore. Another time, uh, my friend's mom won tickets to meet Jason Momoa and the cast of uh, Aquaman. So I guess, I guess I know people who've won stuff, but like nothing that's like a, I found like I won a lifetime supply of chips. Did, did you attempt to win anything? Did you, was there anything you desperately wanted? Like. I never entered any contests or anything because like it would have taken like effort and I don't know, like, I never really thought, like, that I would be able to to win it. So I just sort of, like, it was it was kind of fatalist of me that I just didn't, didn't ever attempt. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I just would, it would always, there would always be those commercials that are, like, talk to your parents before entering online. And do you remember when you, when all the commercials had to say, like, talk to your parents before you use the internet? Yeah. <laughs> That's really off topic, of course. But God, that just, I didn't even mean to, I didn't even mean to bring back that memory and it happened. But yeah, like the ones that I really think of was there was like the big, there was like a Kids WB one where they had like a big truck full of like, just like toys and bullshit. And it just looked so decadent. Yes, I do. I do remember this. Oh my, it was like a container, like a, like a shipping container. Yeah. And so many of it was like official Pokemon toys too. Yes. And that's what it was, is there was so much fucking Pokemon shit. And all I cared about when I was a kid was Pokemon. God. Panda, we're soulmates. (laughs) All I care, I cared, like, it. what happened was I was really into Sailor Moon as a baby and then, like, as as a small child. And then I found out about Pokemon and because I have ADHD, I could not hold on to these two things at the same time. So I ended up eventually choosing Pokemon because I was, like, the weird animal kid who, like, just really liked animals that sounds really stupid to say but it's like like if a if a thing had animal like protagonists or like a cool animal sidekick i was like there and so pokemon was pretty much that the franchise uh so i uh abandoned my days of sailor moon and picked up pokemon and then rediscovered sailor moon uh at the end of high school you were so valid i was a sailor moon loving bitch my whole life. You can find your uh your the picture of you in the costume. Um, it's upstairs in my attic. I know exactly where it is. It's like in a big collage in a frame. So nice. I might just take it out of the frame and scan it. Um, but I was Usagi. I was Sailor Moon herself for Halloween, and my mom sewed my costume and Gma made me custom clip on earrings because I didn't get my ears pierced until I was 13. But I was a huge Sailor Moon loving bitch. And then by the time kindergarten rolled around, I in, actually, I was also very passionately into Pokemon at the same time. 
And <laughs> for the month of September, I was the superstar of the month. And it's 100%. I actually found this out later in my life. My teacher saw that I was actually like a very enthusiastic and outgoing person. So she was like, Teresa, Teresa will be the superstar of the month if it kills me. Just so she can like encourage other people to want to be the superstar of the month. And you were a baby trendsetter. I really was. Also, I really had really severe ADHD coping skills to the point where I had to keep a chart on the corner of my desk called a star chart. And if I behaved well, my teacher would give me a star. And then if I filled out a full star chart, my mom would give me $20. That's really funny. <laughs> I used to be doing the Pledge of Allegiance and I would like make eye contact with my teacher as I would do like a star <laughs> with my finger and mouth the word star. That is so funny. <laughs> Which my, really... ADHD, my childhood ADHD mostly manifested in like the intense need to be like reading some book instead of paying attention to what was going on in class. I was... Everybody, please, if class I do not clown. be, and not even class clown, if I am not looked at <laughs> every 10 seconds, I will die from lack of attention. <laughs> I, and let's be real, I still am like that. Um, but I, so I feel you. I remember just desperately wanting to win oh my god you just unlocked this deep memory within me i do remember that pokemon container god i wonder what that person's doing right now exactly that's what i want to know you still have your wealth king i i love this podcast idea or would this be like an interview situation yeah like either i i feel like there's two i feel like there's two ways that you would have to go about tackling kind of each individual subject you have to do research into like finding out either finding out who won these contests or asking people to write in if they have won this contest and depending on whether or not you can find any information or anyone volunteers any information you can either interview them or like if maybe they're in some way not available for interview just sort of do an overview of the of what the winnings were and uh, any information that you might could get about it. Perhaps. I think interviews would be uh, one of the best ways to go because yeah. you get the actual from the person's mouth experience. Yeah. I, yeah. I would. And I think an interview would be, more, and let's be real. I think people like to tell it as a story. I think it might be a funny mm -hmm. one. Even if like, a lot of them are like, like, I was disqualified because I was one year too old for the contest or some <laughs> shit like that. I mean, that's still interesting. Yeah, like, I still think that would be a fun thing. And like, you could talk about, like, what you did and how you won it type deal. And uh, the, um, a vast disappointment you felt when it fell through and shit like that. So I <laughs> really think it's really fun. Um, nice. I would love that. Uh, let's... Let's think of a name real quick and wrap this bad boy up because this is a solid idea. You could just call it like, well, winning ticket would then mean the lottery. I don't, I don't want this about the lottery. I want people who want Tampa. Maybe we have a winner. Ooh, I love that. Maybe just congratulations with an exclamation point. Just also not a bad idea. Um, sweeps. Day. I mean, 
Oh my god! Like I would love oh to have somebody who won supermarket sweep on. Yeah. Also, like uh, that was one of the ones that I thought of, but uh, it didn't come up in our conversation. But yeah, like the supermarket sweep. Like, do they even do they even do that anymore? I don't, I don't think, think they so. do. Guys, grocery games exists, but yeah, that's true. I've never really watched that though. Me neither. I don't really want to either. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a name, Pand. That's fine. We we gave a couple names. Yeah, I guess we just didn't decide on a definitive name. True. Fair. Fair. Any closing thoughts, Teresa? I still really want a big check. <laughs> Maybe one day we can get a big check made out to the Fresh Podcast Market. <laughs> Tyson, when we finally get our TV show deal from CISO. Yes, the, the, of course, the inevitable TV show. <laughs> we can make a whole entire episode about us getting our big check. Yes, I of love course. It. All right, well, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandonatis. Where can people find you online? You can follow me at Vicunia, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. We also have a Tumblr, uh, which is Fresh Podcast Market, and you could tell us your ideas there, but honestly, nobody checks it anymore. You could send your ideas, though, to either of our personal Twitters or our uh, Fresh Podcast Market Twitter on Twitter, or you could send it to our email which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com if you liked our theme song that was cul-de-sac sunset by hopefully not bad lib on soundcloud.com that is our producer jimmy at jimothy jam on twitter and uh we also have a kofi where if you want to hear any of the any of the media talk episodes, you can donate once to the Kofi and that will get you any one of those episodes of your choosing. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Pod Market. Yeah. Panned. What? <laughs> Thanks for joining me What's at the, the Fresh name of the show? thanks for joining me at the fresh podcast market fan everybody it's time to enter yourself into a sweepstakes have a good one <laughs>